T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Okay, University of Miami Athletic Director Blake James is with us. By the way, kickoff 7.30 on Saturday, probably 7.44. We'll be on the air at 3.30 with our pregame show. And uh, Hurricanes Athletic Director Blake James is with us. Blake, good evening. And uh, we've made it through the first month of the season. Uh, so far, so good. Congratulations. And now we got a big one on Saturday night. Good evening, Joe and Don. Good to be with you guys. Yeah, excited to... Uh... Excited to have three games behind us, the month of September behind us, and uh, now obviously uh, a marquee game on uh, Saturday night in Clemson. Blake, when you we talk about keeping everybody healthy every time Coach Diaz gets in front of the media or is, has any opportunity to discuss the importance of staying within the bubble, how have things evolved? Let's just go from the last month. I don't want to go back to March, but you know, since the season has started, how have things gotten more routine, and what have you done as, a, as an athletic department to secure the safety of these student-athletes? Well, I don't know that we're doing a lot different than what we were doing before, to be honest, uh, Don. It, you know, it's, it's one where we've increased the amount of testing we're doing. So, you know, all of our student-athletes and, and staff are getting tested three times a week. And so you're, you're having that put in place. But we wouldn't have made it to where we did with the success that, that we've had so far uh, without the, the young people in our program, you know, really buying into the plan uh, that the experts at U Health put in place. So, uh, again, uh, We've increased the amount of testing, uh, but beyond that, it's, it's a lot of the same messaging that we've been doing with our young people uh, since way back in June when we first started bringing them back to campus. The testing, by the way, we've said this before, uh, is world-class at the University of Miami for everybody, including uh, uh, Don Bailey Jr. and, and me, but it, it's been world-class. And, Blake, uh, you got to feel, I would imagine the administration must feel that you're in a pretty good place right now. Knock on wood, this thing changes every day. But on campus, the positivity rate has uh, gone down to, I believe, two-point-something percent. So uh, it looks like everybody's following the protocols and is really, really trying to make this thing work the best way you can, student-athletes and students as well. No, they really are. And again, credit to Dr. Frank and, and our experts at U-Health and the leadership team at the university. I think uh, when you look at, at where we're at as an institution that we've been able to open up, I think we're in the eighth week now of, of having classes. And, and obviously, as, as you said, Joe, anything can happen. I mean, again, when you look at it, you know, with a football game, it's like you have four tests every week. Three are with a swab in the nose and one is on the field on Saturday night. And, uh, and that's how you, you, you make it through the season. And, uh, uh, you know, where we're at as a campus is, uh, you know, something that is uh, just, you know, real credit to uh, the, the structure that was put in place by, 
uh, President Frank. And then, again, just as with our, our young people in athletics, the, you know, the young people on campus um, doing the things that they need to do not to you know, spread the, uh, the virus. 2.2%, by the way. So that's pretty good. <laughs> um, when yeah. you when you when you look at college football, Blake, and you see that that some stadiums are not allowing really anyone. Uh, there's talk that uh, some of the Big Twelve, I mean, the PAC schools are going to let parents only, or some are going to have no participants. We've had we've had our fans turn out, and we're going to go on the road and, and see that happen as well in, in limited numbers. But how important is it to to thank those fans that have have made their way to all the stadiums, not just Hard Rock Stadium, but you know the the twenty thousand or eighteen thousand that are going to be at Clemson and and all over the country, where these people want to make sure that they support their programs. Uh, so what's what's great about college athletics, Don, is is we have such a, a passionate following. Again, regardless of of what school's uh, name is on the front of the jersey, the the passion that the fans bring is is one of the things that I think just really makes. Uh, college athletics so so neat uh, you know again whatever the sport is obviously the following in college football is is second to none but in just any of our programs uh, to see the support that uh, comes out to really cheer on our young people is something that's special and you see that at campuses across the country uh, you guys both know it'll be uh, a different environment in Clemson on, on Saturday having 18,000 versus 85,000 but it'll be a passionate 18,000 there. I know we'll have some hurricane fans sprinkled into that group that'll that'll bring some great energy for our young people. And uh, again, just looking forward to you know watching our guys go out and be able to go against uh, you know a team that's really been uh, the team of the ACC and in many ways the team of the country over the last you know four or five years. Blake, uh, along those lines, uh, the impact. Uh, playing another big game, the University of Miami inside the top ten, playing a big game. Uh, game day three three weeks in a row what do you think the positive impact is going to be or has been on your program well i think it's it's just you know a credit to you know to our our people and and i think the that the positive impact to joe is just that excitement around you know around the university again to see us uh, be selected for game day, three straight games, you know, three out of four weeks. Obviously, we had the bye week last week, uh, you know, just is, is, a, is a credit to those that have been here before and, and, and the strength of our brand and, and the excitement of, of what Miami Hurricane football means nationally. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, we'll look to uh, go out there on, on Saturday in, in Clemson and, and just continue to, to elevate that interest and excitement around the U. Like, how does it feel in a sense that the ACC and Miami being a big, big part of that, for the most part, set the standard or at least gave people a guideline uh, around the country and the other conferences on how to play football this year? Well, again, I think it, it's credit, you know, credit the leadership, uh, you know, Commissioner Swafford uh, in, in what, you know, what he was able to do to really uh, keep the league together. I think as, as we've discussed, uh, either it was either on air, I, I think probably off there with, you know, the three of us, uh, you know, you have the, the medical advisory group, you have the presidents, you have the athletic directors, and to just to keep all three of them going in unanimous, you know, in unanimous support of the direction that we did, uh, I think is, you know, is, is a, is a real credit to, uh, commissioner. Uh, I, again, I, I think had we not played, I think it'd be hard to see how college football would be being played right now. I don't know that the, uh, again, can't speak for the SEC or the Big 12, but I think it would have been hard for them to continue if, 
if we wouldn't have went forward, just like it would have been hard for us to continue if either one of them wouldn't have went forward. Um, so again, I think you know collectively between the the three you know the three leagues. Uh, keeping it going now you have the Big Ten and the Pac-12 coming back there Um, again it's not a college football season that anyone would have probably drawn up uh, but it's one that we're going to uh, play games and and we've already played three and uh, you know we have eight more to go and I'm hoping we can get all eight of those in Uh, but again a lot of that goes to just the you know commitment by everyone to uh, you know help control and bring an end to uh, to a virus. We, we don't have a crystal ball. And as you mentioned, Blake, we've gotten three in. Uh, in the league, there have been a, a few hiccups. But the league has done, I think, a really good job, coaches, administrators, of not going into panic mode. you built flexibility into the schedule and been able to be steadfast in the ability to move forward. And I think that's a real testament to uh, the vision that you've had in the league. Yeah, we, we really have had we've had great great vision in the league, and, and again, just great um, uh, collective support of, of what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And obviously, that that gets to, to the vision, Joe, and then just the, the support of that vision. Blake, when when will a decision be made, or has there been a lot of conversation at this point about a bowl season? Is there is there has that even been uh, approached at this time yet? You know, I think the, the the conference office has probably had a few more conversations with our bowl partners than than we than, you know we've we've talked about at at the conference level. I know that's something that we'll be discussing. You know, I have the opportunity, uh, you know, like you, Don, to be part of the Orange Bowl committee, and and then uh, you know uh, was asked to be a part of the the national championship game committee. And and I know we're you know we're going forward here in South Florida, and and we'll look to you know really show off to the the world. Uh, again, this this winter, what a, what a great place this is to host a championship. You know, having the Super Bowl here last year, uh, it'll be different. Um, but I know that uh, everyone will be committed to making it the best that it can be. Uh, I think we'll have a, a modified bowl season. I, I know, I've, I guess I shouldn't say I know. I've heard that maybe some of the games uh, aren't going to happen. I've, I've seen that those announcements have been made. But I think we'll have a number of them that'll happen here for the ACC and and hopefully our guys continue to do what they do to have the opportunity to participate in in one of the uh, one of the special experiences that we have uh, arranged through our league partnerships. Blake, uh, we mentioned Commissioner Swafford. He is retiring, and you're on that committee as well now. If it was up to me, and I told you a couple of years ago, you, you get my vote to be conference commissioner. Uh, but you're on that committee, uh, the search committee, for a uh, replacement or the next commissioner of the ACC. What, what are some of the things that the committee will be looking for? Well, you know, we've had we've had one uh, conversation as a group. We have another one coming up here. Uh, again, I think you know they're looking for you know, someone who has, has has the vision to continue to elevate who we are as a league. Uh, I think it's important that we continue to grow football. Uh, you know, we see so much of our, our revenue is really driven by uh, you know what what we can do in terms of uh, you know our football programs as a league, and so I know that. That's something that the, the new commissioner will need to be um, really, really um, tuned into and, and, and work on figuring out, you know, where we go. Um, finances are always a challenge. And so, you know, how do we how do we best how do we best um, uh, situate the league and, and create partnerships that are going to uh, allow our membership uh, to realize uh, the revenue that our competition is is realizing and so again, it's it's a it's a big job. And um, uh, with that said, I think it's a great job. And I think 
you know, well, it's uh, it's one where uh, Commissioner Swafford uh, has done an incredible job in, in bringing it to this point. Uh, we're going to go out and find someone who can grab that baton and, and carry it and take it to even uh, greater levels. And, uh, again, when you look at just where, where we're at, I think I saw something from the ACC uh, come out this week. It's number one in football, number one in men's soccer, number one in women's soccer. And, um, <laughs> and that's, you know, the league at the end of the day is about winning championships. And uh, we've got great institutions, and uh, uh, we'll continue to elevate collectively who we are as, as a conference. Blake, the, the response that you've heard from having Notre Dame a part of the ACC this season, uh, obviously nothing has been solidified for the future, but how they have fit in and how, how they're being accepted and how it works also uh, as far as television goes. Well, the response, I think, has been, why don't you guys make them commit all in versus just this year? Um, so, you know, obviously there's always the, uh, the, the criticism that comes right away. Um, yeah. But with that, you know, with that said, uh, you know, it was, it was a unique situation uh, this summer. Uh, you know, we'd, uh, we'd been talking about it for a while. Uh, you know, again, credit to uh, the athletic director there, Jack Swarbrick, and his, you know, his, uh, I think, vision to really see the, the big picture of what was going to play out. It had reached out to the, the conference and, and started that conversation. Uh, we started, you know, evaluating what would, what would it take for them to be there. And uh, when the Big Ten made their decision to go conference only, we, that's when we made the move. Uh, to bring bring Notre Dame in, and, and it's a it's a win. I think it's a win for for everyone. It's a it's a win for college football fans to have them in a league. It's it's a win for their kids to be able to be a part of a league one year. Um, financially, I think it's it's a win for for both because again, without the league, Notre Dame wouldn't have the the schedule uh, to play, and and with them in the league, uh, we're able to realize. Uh, greater financial resources for everyone and so again it's it's been a win all around i'd love to have them in the league on a permanent basis i I have a bias so i think it it makes perfect sense i recognize they're going to do what they feel is best for notre dame um if that's staying independent it will be i think at some point um you know love to see them be a part of the league and i think it would make sense but they're going to do what they feel is best for for their institution, and if that's to be independent, uh, we'll continue to have them and everything else and enjoy the rivalry that we have. Uh, Blake James is with us, University of Miami Athletic Director. After this weekend at Clemson, you do have two home games here in October, two more home games in October, Pittsburgh and Virginia, two very worthy opponents, and uh, whatever happens on Saturday, these are still going to be two very big home games. Uh, It appears that uh, I saw the Dolphins said it's, uh, the attendance is going to stay at 13,000. Uh, but you do have, I guess you have single game tickets on sale for those two games, right? Yeah, we do. I mean, we're selling tickets every day. And uh, uh, I know our, our, our fan base will continue to, to buy them. And if, uh, if we're able to be so fortunate to get the win on Saturday, you know they'll buy them even a, a faster clip than what they are. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, you know, again, we just in, encourage everyone that uh, – wants to get out and watch this team. I and mean, you guys have seen it just like I have, you know, for three games this year. What an exciting team. It's exciting to be there. Uh, what Coach Lashley is, has done with the offense and just the, the explosiveness of our weapons there. And then, uh, you know, you look at, you know, the, the defense and, and what it's bringing. It's, it's a fun team to watch. And uh, uh, for those that uh, are interested, I'd encourage them to come out. Again, Joe, you touched on it. We're going to stay at 13,000 fans. It's a socially distant environment that, again, credit to uh, Tom Garfinkel, Todd Boyan, the Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Dolphins. They've really set up uh, an, uh, an experience that allows people to enjoy football 
in as safe environment as possible, I, I truly believe, uh, during a pandemic. And so, again, encourage people to come out and uh, uh, enjoy some hurricane football. Blake, when, when times get set, maybe we can share this with our listeners on how times get set for, for football games. Uh, the pit game, um, they'll announce, they, I don't know if they've announced that or not, but the, the pit game, uh, the timing for that, and just like the, the night games, I don't know that everybody really understands when people find out and how they find out. It's, it's not really a big secret. It's really just turn, everybody finds out at the same time. Yeah, and and again, I, I know how I find out. I don't know how they get to the times they do on, on certain games. It uh, uh, surprises me uh, as much as uh, I, I know it probably uh, surprises our, our fans. Uh, but generally speaking, Don, I, I get notified, uh, you know, I guess it's the Monday before the following Saturday. So I want to say it's like 13 days, 13 days out. So, uh, again, this past Monday we found out for next Saturday that Pittsburgh is going to be at, at noon um, but they have the opportunity to do a, a six-day window on a certain amount of games. And so uh, as our fans have, have experienced in the past, sometimes they'll tell us that we're not going to find out until that Saturday night, uh, the week before the game, after all the games are over. And then again, they just, they're going through and, and filling all the different slots from ABC, which again, we're on for uh, our third straight game on a Saturday night in prime time, which is, is great for our program to the ESPN slots, to the ACC Network slots, which, again, we were on that first uh, game against UAB on that Thursday night. Uh, you know, you have the – and then you have the, the regional, um, you know, the regional opportunities that we got to have to fill as part of our television package. So just a lot of different buckets to fill, and, and they're looking at, you know, what's going to get the, the best ratings and, and what's, uh, what's going to make their advertisers happy. And, and obviously uh, – uh, I think we all know it, but uh, I think it's just, you know, a real credit to uh, our program, our institution, uh, that when you see us selected for three uh, three straight ABC Saturday night games, um, it just says a lot about the strength of our brand, and not only here in Florida, but, uh, you know, around the country. Have you had any discussions about cardboard cutouts? Because I know my partner, Don Bailey and Don Bailey <laughs> Sr., have a perfect uh, uh, cardboard cutout. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to leave that We'll lend you them by the thousand. Or, or did that just end any discussion of it? Yeah, I, I think that at the risk that we might get one of those cutouts, we might just keep it the way we have it right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me ask you this one. Uh, you mentioned uh, the other fall sports you're playing. Uh, they've been able to participate, so they've all done a good job of going through the testing protocol. Uh, I spoke with Keno earlier today. We're going to hear from him on the show. He's in Clemson right now. He was very grateful of uh, the way you and Jen Strawley were able to get them to Clemson uh, in a first-class manner, but they're off to a good start, and uh, they're able to put together a season. That, that's got to make you pretty proud. No, I, I, it, uh, it does, Joe, because, it, you know, as, as I said to our students back in, in March when this first hit, um, the experience isn't going to be like anything they imagined or that we would have drawn up for them. Uh, but my job is to make it as close to the experience that they signed up for as possible and to have them be able to play games, to, to be able to practice, to uh, interact as a team. You know, all those things are, are things that, you know, there's been a really a, a lot of time and effort you know, that's been, been put into it. And, and, and so many, so many people on, uh, on our staff, you know, I, I could highlight that have, have gone above and beyond, you know, obviously you touched on Jen. Uh, Jen's been, been a huge part of, of, you know, carrying this load. 
uh, you know, Louis Feigenbaum, uh, you know, who, you know, oversees uh, so many of our areas that, that, that touch our students from strength and conditioning to physical therapy, to the training room, to nutrition, to mental health, and just the role that he's played to, to our trainers that, as you guys know, you've seen it. I mean, trainers already work uh, above and beyond. And then you throw them into a pandemic and it's just put more hours on onto their on, onto their days, and uh, they've just been champions uh, in it. So again, there's just been there's been a lot of people that have gone above and beyond to make these experiences for our young people as close to what they signed up for as possible, recognizing it's not going to be uh, the way we'd like it to be and probably the way they want it to be. Uh, but we're, we're living in a pandemic, and, you know, we're going to learn to live and operate in a pandemic, and that's what we're doing. And I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to see our volleyball team in action, uh, you know, at, tomorrow night at Clemson, and uh, hopefully they can keep their, uh, their successful year on, on, uh, on that track and, and keep moving it up in the rankings. All right. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to join us, and uh, it's a been been a fun week uh, watching everything with University of Miami football and the matchup with Clemson. I know uh, Dabo and his team; they're looking forward to seeing the Hurricanes come uh, to uh, Death Valley. It's going to be a great night, and uh, we look forward to it. Thanks for being with us tonight, and uh, congratulations! One month down, and a couple more to go here, but uh, the first month is in the books, and you've done a really nice job with that. Thank you. No, thank you guys. You guys have uh, safe, uh, safe travels, and we'll look forward to uh, uh, seeing you both soon. Okay, Blake, thank you. That's, you uh, Take care. University of Miami Athletic Director Blake James. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.